0: This, 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 this the dope show. They be like, slow up, homie. You're talking too fast. I got a couple of quips. I came to talk trash. Yeah, he's Bucky Watson and Bradley backs. This is going down. We call it the G Splash. Hey. What up, what up, what up, what up? The G-Splash Podcast is back! Again, we're podding. We're casting. Podding me. Yeah, yeah. Alright, welcome to G-Splash. We talk movies, toys, comic books, baseball sometimes. Uh, six pop culture news stories of the week. I'm your host, Bradley Baxter. We're always riding, shocking with me is my man, Chris Bucky Watts. What's up? This is episode 84 of the dopest Podcast on OIF. That's us. Awesome. Yeah, man. 84. 84. Next week it. is Look at us go. Next week is our season finale of season wow. of this season. Crazy. 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 Uh, let's just get right into it, man. There's a lot to talk about today. We're talking some crazy stories, some Hollywood, some Spidey stuff, baseball. And today we're talking San Diego Comic Con. What you need to know about it. We were going to do Toy Story 4, but we wanted to go out on a banger. So we're doing, banger. we're doing Spider-Man, Far From Home, as well as Toy Story 4. We'll tell you what we think, what we know, what you thought you knew, but you didn't, and all that mm. stuff. Tomorrow, though, you can catch Splash Hashmare the G Splash Review Show. Uh, we're covering Child's Play, Shaft, and Anna. Trust me. There's two of those movies that are really good, and one's really bad, and it's not what we thought. I'm gonna tell you that much. So that, listen to that. Yeah, it was, it was, I was, I was surprised to say Keep the least. Keep you on your toes, baby. But man, there's a lot to talk about. I'm really excited. I want to get some through to this, some stuff, but let's just talk about some news.
1: <laughs> uh, this is a funny one,
0: but a Christian group wanted Good Omens canceled. Chris, have you heard of this movie? I mean, TV oh, show. Uh, it's a show. show yeah, yeah.
1: I watched the whole thing. It's only like five. Or it's only like five episodes or eight episodes Something or whatever. Like that, yeah. But uh, it's fantastic and wonderful.
0: Yeah, it's pretty twisty. Um, I haven't seen any of it, but what I read, I was like, God's a, isn't God like a voice of a woman. Right. Yeah. There's uh, like d- there's like d-
1: d- what's her name? Uh, McDermott or whatever ah. her name is. You know, the Francis McDermott. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But she's like the narrator, and it's really it's a Neil Gaiman story. Uh, him and Terry Pratchett. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry Pratchett's. Are, they're both. Neil Gaiman's my favorite author of all time. But Terry Pratchett was a good friend of his. He wrote a great series of books called Discworld. Mm. Um. Anyways, they put this book together called Good Omens, and they finally got it made into a show. Terry Pratchett's been dead for a bunch of years now, but uh, dude, it's so much fun. It's it's very light. And it's got a, it's the story's really good. It's fun. It shows a new, like, a, just a fun perspective on like angels and demons and kind of like our world. It's, it's amazing. If you, if you have Amazon Prime, you definitely need to be watching that show.
0: I'm totally glad that you mentioned Amazon because a Christian group wants Netflix to cancel Good Omens.
1: I know. I saw this. Amazing. Uh,
0: the Christian group returned to orders petition states the following The Netflix series Good Omens, based on the book. Blah, blah, blah portrays the agents of good and evil as fighters in an arbitrary struggle, devoured of the meaning and truth. The series presents devils and Satanists as normal and even good, where they merely have a different way of being and mocks God's wisdom. There is another step to make Satanism appear normal, light, and acceptable. We must show our rejection. Please sign our petition. Mm-mm. Yeah. They told Netflix to cancel an Amazon show. Both Amazon and Netflix made fun of this whole thing.
1: Yeah, Netflix's response was pretty killer when it originally came out because later they got it right and were like, "Oh, well, actually what we meant was right. we meant to say that it was Amazon. But like, Am- Netflix was like, all right, guys, listen, we've heard you and we're going to do, you know, I guess we'll just – or well, they said something funny like, hey, well,
0: we'll, uh, if we have of, to, we'll cancel it or whatever. Amazon was like, hey, Netflix, if you cancel Good Omens, we'll cancel Stranger Things.
1: Right, right, right. And they were like, all right, don't twist our arm. Like, they're having fun with this group being dumb.
0: Yeah, so I guess this petition is about 30K C- Cignes, but Oh, boy. I'm, kinda, I'm, I'm really tired of this petition culture, man. They're everywhere. Like, they never work. Unless it's, like, a bill movement. Like well, It's
1: got to be real bad. It's got to be, like, something that everybody universally says, yeah, like, like, you know, I don't know, pedophiles getting to, like, be preschool teachers like everyone would be like no chance pal but like this one's like well shut up people are watching the show it does well it's a good show it's fun it just shows that people need to be fucking good to each other no matter where you come from so eat a dick
0: <laughs> speaking of telling people what to do i don't know um the 2020 class of a hollow uh ho- not halloween the 2020 class of Hollywood Walk of Fame honorees have been unveiled. Did you see this? Mm, interesting. No, I did not there's see a, this. There's a good clump of people in here. A few of those in the class are as follows. Mahersha Ali, Batman, Lawrence Fisberg, oh, yeah. Chris Hemsworth, Spike Lee, Julia Roberts, Christina Applegate, Terry Crews, Burt Ward, Andy Kaufman, RIP, Billy Honestly. Idol, <laughs> Curtis 50 Cent Jackson, Alicia Keys. Dave Chappelle and a bunch more, but some I didn't know, so I didn't want to keep going on the list, but they're, and they're all, uh, the first few, I think all the way up to like Christina Applegate were for movies and then TV and then 50 was for music as well as Alicia Keys. And then Dave Chappelle was for stage or something. I forget what they call it. I'm, cause I'm so confused. So this is to get a star on the walk of fame. Yeah. In Hollywood. So Julia
1: Roberts doesn't have a star there yet? No. Be- or is this a different thing than just
0: that? There's a, probably a lot of celebrities that you would think have them that doesn't. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I well. mean, Terry Crew. I, I, there's some really cool names on here. Um, Lawrence Fishburne. Um, yeah, surprise. Some people get them quicker than others, you know? Uh, like Spike Lee, like why is not Spike Lee had one? Maybe
1: they gotta like free up space. There's only so many, so much sidewalk, and you put these things on. Maybe they're like waiting for people to die so they can get a good or like be forgotten so they can replace their star. That's
0: a great. That's a great question. And I'm now that you've said that. I'm curious if they replace people. Yeah, they're like,
1: hey, nobody remembers freaking Dottie Parsons from 1964. <laughs> like, Julie Roberts is like, I'm not going to do your little walk of fame thing until I get freaking to be in the front. Like, well, we'll just wait for people to forget about Dolly Parsons or Dottie or we don't even fucking remember her name. So it's like, okay, cool. It's like there's two. That could be
0: it. There's two Michael Jacksons. One's actually.
1: Yeah, it's like nobody gives a shit about this guy. Get this fucking guy there's out.
0: There's one guy who's. But they also they're not all on Hollywood Boulevard. But Hollywood Boulevard's. A, yeah,
1: they go. They go. They everywhere go down, down. I think now. La Brea. That's what I'm saying. Maybe these people were like. Nah, I'm not gonna be on 34th Street, ten miles from oh, here. I like, I want to wait for one of these people to get kicked the fuck to the bricks, so I can take their spot. And they're like, "All right, we'll hold out." And then finally, like, everybody forgot Dottie and her husband Wilford, so we're g- you guys got spaces? And they're like, "We'll take them." Yeah,
0: I don't know if they do that though. I think they, I think they're supposed to be like permanent spots. Anyway, they're supposed to do a bunch. Of, they haven't scheduled their uh, ceremonies yet, mm-hmm. but they're yes, they're on their way speaking of things yeah speaking of things getting started space jam 2 i started production Uh, finally lebron james made a twitter announcement he's like really happy he's really excited about it uh he can't believe that he's in space jam he remembers watching as a kid much like all of us charles barkley was did say he was like i don't think space jam 2 needs to be made probably a lot of people think that but yeah he didn't know uh Trailblazers guard Damian Lillard, Warriors Klay Thompson, Houston Rockets guard Chris Paul, and LeBron James, uh, t- new teammate, teammate Anthony Davis, will be appearing in the film. And additionally, there's a few WNBA superstars, but Diana Taurasi of the Phoenix Mercury is rumored to also join the project. So that's cool because I don't believe the WNBA was around when Space Jam 1 came out. Or, I could or, be wrong you know, though. I could be wrong though.
1: Known enough for to pull them in, or just misogynistic Hollywood back then. Yeah, true, true. Not anymore. Not anymore.
0: I'm really curious how this the story is going to be in Space Jam 2, because
1: yeah, I'm also very curious.
0: I think to make Michael Je- Michael Jordan reference references.
1: Yeah, they'll have to. They're like, we were going to get Michael, but he's old,
0: or whatever. That's what Bugs will
1: say. <laughs> but he's old. <laughs> I'm like, no, oh, that's a good fucking point. Let's you think they're gonna this. play
0: the Monstars again, or is it gonna be somebody else?
1: I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna team up with the Monstars. Mm. You know, M O N S T. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch
0: of course, of course. Watch I watched that movie all LeBron day. LeBron James is actually a pretty good. That movie's gonna fucking suck. LeBron James is a pretty it. decent actor. He's not bad. Mm, I mean, yeah, Michael Jordan wasn't a great actor. God but, no. But especially now, like the tech, the technology is. Far advanced, so much better. Like we'll see, we'll see if they do. You know they could
1: get clever. They get Lego Movie clever and do some fun stuff where like, they're kind of self effacing or they sort of get it while they're talking. Like this whole idea of it. Maybe they kind of incorporate some of that. But if you know, if they maybe maybe again they just play it straight. Like you guys need my help, and they're like, yeah, and we're like, ah, shit, we already saw this movie. But I maybe mean, they'll do something fun.
0: You think they'll spin some kind of story that happened in LeBron's career, much like they did Jordan? Like you where know, he's like, oh yeah, Jordan.
1: It's so funny, as a kid, I didn't pick up on that, like, storyline. I was like, oh, cool, like, oh, I guess he did leave basketball, and now he's gonna, this is like a weird bridge between him leaving and coming back, but like, I don't know, maybe, maybe let's be like, he'll be like, at the end, he's like, yeah, I'm staying in
0: L.A., and they're like, all right. Yeah, is he, like, gonna be in Cleveland, and then they need his help, so he like, packs yeah. his bags and comes to L.A.? They're like, Michael, if, oh, Michael,
1: <laughs> they're like, LeBron, if you leave L.A., the world will blow up, and he's like, fine, I'll stay. <laughs> possible uh, totally but just as viable as any other theory out there i can't
0: all right, i gotta get to this next story because chris this is a a twisty one
1: a real banger
0: this one really upset the internet um we <laughs> talked a little bit about this last week but mm. the spider mystery spider-man mystery that marvel dropped countdown has finally been revealed the first teaser showed um the number four in the threads from a black spider and then once per day after that three two one blah blah, blah. the news hit though and it turns out that J.J. J. Abrams is co-writing a new Spider-Man story, or has already started, miniseries, with his son, 21-year-old Henry Abrams. And the internet backlash happened.
1: People went fucking
0: nuts. Yeah, people were, people were really sad about this. What did you think? What do you think about J.J. J. Abrams at this announcement? Is I mean,
1: it, I, I think, I'll, I'll I think episode,
0: it's,
1: We talked about this last time, man. It's like... They were probably like, whoa, this is a cool announcement. Like, we should do a fun little post-countdown. They're like, yeah, let's fucking do it, man. And then it just freaking got almost immediately out of control. Like, I'm almost positive they knew. Like, as soon as that 4 went out and people were fucking going insane, and they're like, oh, God, post again. It's 3. And then people are, like, still all hyped up from the it being Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 4. And they're like, oh, now, we, now it better be fucking good. I bet they were sweating balls. They were probably like, oh, no, 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 no. Like... Listen, JJ. Here's the deal. We started this countdown. If we stop it, people are gonna be pissed. And if we reveal that you and your fucking dirtbag kid—I'm not—I don't know that kid's a dirtbag. It just seems like it's like Papa, i Papa. Let me write a comic with you. I, like they're gonna fucking destroy us.
0: Yeah, I feel. I kind of feel bad for Henry Abrams because Maybe low he's key, l- low key. If we separate the countdown and just this announcement, I think looking back on it, that's. A really cool idea. I think they they're taking off, taking a challenge of a huge, like the number one most bought merchandise character in comic books, Spider-Man. Yeah. and I, that's a huge chunk to chew. But I think anyone, for the most part, would love to do something that their dad da, like of loves. Of course, and you'd work, love to work you know together and do but, the
1: whole thing. Absolutely.
0: But one, who starts to count down with four? No one you just don't like maybe yeah, five that
1: was a bad move. They blew it. Maybe they knew it there. We talked about this last time. It's possible. They did they have an idea, but then they're like, Oh, this really got carried fucking away.
0: And we said last week, we're like, this has to be good. Like they have to really come through on this. You bet their ass. They were sweating when the, the, the three came out. Oh, and the, absolutely. And then the two, because everyone either thought it was that Spider-Man for comic adaptation from uh, Sam Raimi or that fantastic four thing. And it went south on them. Yeah. <laughs> it went south real quick. And then they had to con- they had to come through. <laughs> they had to come through with something. So, so like we
1: gotta do something, boys.
0: I hope it's good. Um it could very well be. It's kinda interesting though. I think isn't JJ Abrams rumored to be taking over like WW uh the WB or something.
1: Really? I didn't know that.
0: Something like that. That's worth a Google later. But worth a Google. Worth a google. <laughs> um there was just no way to win that one. As soon as they hit the yeah. four. But I kinda you're right. I do think they knew what they were doing.
1: They're like, well, let, this will be a good idea, guys. Let's look at the buzz. And they're like, oh, God, it's too much buzz. <laughs>
0: it's too much buzz. And if they would have just said, like, a new comic, I don't know. They didn't describe anything. So I think that was the... Giving a mouse a cookie when they want a fucking pie. It's a big, mm-hmm. it's a big mm-hmm. thing. To, mm-hmm. Ain't going to yeah. go well. Hope it hope it works out for them. Don't know. Uh, speaking of more disappointment. Oh, uh, Mark Hamill shits on Star Wars.
1: <laughs> I did not hear this. So I'm very interested to hear what he said.
0: Again, while at the premiere of Child's Play, Mark Hamill was asked if he was if this was truly his last appearance in Star Wars. Here's what he had to say. Is this really, 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 really going to be your last Star Wars appearance? I sure hope so. <laughs> uh,
1: why?
0: Well, because, you know, I mean, I had closure in the last one. You know, I mean, the only the fact that I'm involved in any capacity is only because of that peculiar aspect of the Star Wars mythology, where if you're a Jedi, you get to come back and make a curtain call as a force ghost.
1: I mean, that's, he's not necessarily shitting on it. He's
0: said a few other things where he seems very just over it. I'll say this. A lot of the Star Wars fans are are like elevating that a little bit higher. The hardcore fans who are just not happy with what Disney's done with it. Right. So I understand why people are frustrated. And I get, I, the thing is, I don't think Mark Hamill's getting, he, he's not getting that closure and like walking away much like, you know, like we, we talk about with Endgame game and how, like, you know, Chris Evans got a send off and how you would be disappointed sure, if he came sure, back. Sure, 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 sure. So I, I can only imagine that taking that same passion to hardcore Star Wars cuz and this was uh, something that someone mentioned to me and I was like that's a pretty good example it was like Star Wars back then is kind of like what the MCU is to kids and and teenagers and and right now. So Avengers whole series is kind of like our Star Wars from the back in way back in the day. So I can get how Mark Hamill's kind of never got closure and like a proper right, send like off. That last one. End. That last one technically was like he it, you didn't, if he wasn't in this next one, but you can't call it the last... What is it called? The last Skywalker? Yeah, the last the last Skywalker. You can't call last Skywalker and not... Well, I guess... No, we, it's called Rise of the Skywalker. Right.
1: Rise of, rise of Skywalker. Rise of I don't Skywalker. Not, how do I not know this?
0: Because we just know it's coming, and it's they put Skywalker in the name, and we're like, whatever.
1: Rise of Skywalker is definitely what it's
0: called. So you can't... I the right no. It is the Rise of Skywalker. I nailed it. I knew there was a goddamn die in there. So, I mean, but I, I get where he's coming from. So he's kind of... It's just not going to get that send off, I guess. I don't know.
1: Yeah, he's like, well, this is my fucking life now. I'm a prisoner.
0: Guys, I don't want to do Luke Skywalker. I'm, I'm Chucky. I'm trying to move on. hey. All right. Like,
1: I'm, I'm bigger and better things here, folks. Bigger and better. Ha ha.
0: Speaking of bigger and better things, Chris. Uh-huh. Thanos is coming back to snap Avatar.
1: Oh, man. I am. I mean, I am. I am made of questions about. They said, well, there's extra stuff. What's the extra stuff? And why we, are you really? You really putting it out there for money. So you hit us with the story. I got to get the deets.
0: All right, and there's more stuff that has come out, and I'll get into that as well. So, uh, news that Marvel and Disney are planning to re-release Avengers: Endgame in theaters with a new post-credit scene and a Stanley tribute has been met with excitement from fans, mostly towards the whole enterprise to beat Avatar's all-time box office record. Marvel boss Kevin Feige said that the re-release would happen towards the end of June. I believe tickets are now on sale. I believe it's this weekend. He said, "Quote." I don't know if it's been announced, and this is obviously an old quote. I don't know how much. Uh, yeah, we're doing it next weekend. If you stay and watch the movie after the credits, there'll be a deleted scene, a little tribute, and a few surprises. I hear different numbers being thrown back and forth, like 30, thirty-eight to forty, but I heard forty-three. In games, currently around that time, uh, around that number, million dollars shy of when Avatar re-released with extra footage, so and got th- 33 this is my million.
1: question. So they were, they are forty forty million behind, and then Avatar got thirty three thirty three million when they released. So they're actually seventy seven million behind, or seventy three million behind.
0: No, 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 no. That thirty three is actually. Uh, it's part of it. Part of the number. So they, so that, they need that, that forty. Was just, they
1: need forty million, and they got it.
0: Uh, Endgame needs forty forty million dollars. With Ish. this, re, with this re-release, do you think they'll be, get it? To beat Avatar, uh, that's a great question. There's a there's a couple of things here. One. Avatar was not released as a standard film. So I don't know if that's good because that's a higher ticket price. So I don't know when you can't go see a standard version. You, you, I mean, you have to go see that that movie in the higher ticket price. So I don't know if that means that Endgame should have had no problem doing it <laughs> since there was right. more. But it's, you have to sell more tickets. So it's a weird thing. Uh, but yeah, this Avatar did it. They clear. I think Titanic even did it, too.
1: Yeah, there's, there's, you know, there's been re-releases forever. It's like, it's just, it's just a part of it for big, huge, ginormous movies.
0: Plus, Disney owns both properties, so they're like, whatever.
1: Yeah, like whatever. Who and cares? there's, there's
0: like nine new Avatar movies coming out. So yeah, sure, yeah. Although I didn't really, wasn't really amazed with Avatar. That, Maybe we should make a
1: sequel. We should make a sequel to this blockbuster film twenty years later. Ah, uh, whatever. That
0: always. That I don't think the track record. Why do not you ride good. the
1: wave like every other blockbuster? Maybe they want to really let it simmer.
0: Um. So the latest news with this re-release, though, is that there's some Spider-Man stuff in there. I think it's a Spider-Man clip. I think it might be just a clip from the movie, much like other after-credits scenes they've done in, in the MCU. It's been rumored that the deleted scene might be Tony in the Soulstone world, okay. much like Thanos and Gamora, because that scene was cut. It was deleted from the original movie because they wanted uh, Tony snap to be the the end
1: yeah be over you know
0: yeah didn't want him to say anything except i love you or something he, like mongles, hey, all that stuff uh, he says yeah. you know they say that the three hours is not it's going to be the same movie it's just this end part which i feel yeah. like you shouldn't have said that Right. And just you should have p-
1: been like, "You'll never guess what it is," and let people. Well, then people are going to come out pissed. I guess you kind of in this today's climate have to be like, "Here's the deal. This is what you're going to get out of it, but you're still going to love it because I might actually go back and see it again just to really get that kind of movie theater experience one more time with it. I mean, maybe it'll be released you new know, years from now, in, like a special, like we're running all. But like right now, it's like you know what? I saw it twice in the beginning. I gave it a couple months to simmer. I'm gonna head. I'm gonna head and see it one more time on the big screen, the big yeah. shiny Hollywood screen.
0: Yeah, and I'm still haven't got any closure or I- any more info on this IMAX version being slightly different than the regular versions, but there is a difference in the beginning. So I'm curious, but yeah, I mean they could have, they should have maybe just throw. Oh, and there's I think there's an intro from Kevin Feige at the beginning of the movie.
1: Okay, so there's something.
0: I'm sure people will be satisfied, and everyone, like you said, like just like you said perfectly. You let it simmer for a month. So like you, you kind of want to see it. You would love to see it one more time. the theater or even just again but good on them man. i hope i who who doesn't like healthy competition remember right yeah you know let's have some fun with it so uh before we get into our main topic i really wanted to talk a little baseball for a second chris you love baseball it's summertime i do enjoy baseball yeah uh on our docket here i have a link the biggest trend in baseball right now is that foul balls are like clocking people in the face
1: okay oh absolutely they've been, been a big problem in baseball for a lot of years
0: yes but it's getting worse and now we're seeing nets like thrown all the way down the the foul line Mm-hmm. couple of things here chris and i i want to get your take on it because i was like man like i know the kids like are, are sitting down there and by all means like you should sit wherever you can afford to sit But you should know where you're sitting. And I I think in in this day and age and culture, like people aren't really paying attention to the game like they were.
1: Absolutely. You've seen like it's not like there there are facts and figures and stats and all that shit. The more that we have progressed as being not as interested in watching the game and watching our phones and taking pictures and watching the Jumbotron, the more injuries you've got from people being bystanders because they're not heads up. They're not aware. Like all day they're blasting that on the screen. Like, hey, make sure your head's up. Like, It says it in the little areas sometimes. In some stadiums, there's, like, things in those lower sections. Like, this is a foul ball, like a goddamn splash
0: zone. It's like, this is where fast white objects come through, and if they hit you, you could die! I don't know how to call this. I'm very... Maybe it's just me being an old asshole. But I'm like, you should not be able to... It's like being in the theater. Like, don't be on your phone if you're sitting in this section. If you're going to
1: sit here and you accept you're going to accept all liability this happens to you.
0: I get that the MLB is making... Um, some adjustments with this the, the netting thing but i kind of hate the net thing because mm-hmm. part of the game is the opportunity and especially when you're paying for those expensive tickets is to get catch a foul ball you're sitting in foul ball territory you know that right it's not like you're yeah. sitting in the in the home like people in the home run zone aren't getting clocked in the face and if they are they're just not they're dropping the ball you know yeah. i mean everyone knows it's coming when a home run is off but like the the foul balls the other side of it though and i found this Crazy statistics that apparently foul balls are increasing every single year, sure, because of the rules and pitching's also getting a lot better. So now the strategy is, as a hitter, is you're like, Yo, I gotta, I gotta kick the cut, I gotta stay alive, which is why the rule was implemented to begin with in like the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. But yep. foul, more so because of the foul balls increasing, there's more pitches are being thrown. This is a story that's not being talked about in everyday conversation. More so like, oh, someone's getting hit in the face with a baseball, let's put a net up. Like that's like the uh-huh. band-aid I feel like, but this probably should be talked about a little bit more. And I'm like not trying to be insensitive to getting hit in the face with a baseball cuz it hurts. And sure. like I believe so I believe a woman did die because of causes it that happens. happened. But you got to be on a swivel. You know where you're sitting like I think we could do a better job of like making that aware like like you said the splash zone.
1: Yeah, you
0: know what I mean. Like you don't yeah. sit in the front of the the water ride, you know that much, and you don't bring your phone on that water ride.
1: Yeah, like you just you gotta be heads up. Like this is what you're part of. You gotta you gotta just look out. You just gotta you gotta keep your head on a swivel. You you paid for those seats, but can be thinking be thinking. You know, be alert.
0: Yeah, yeah. The other so the other thing that I think is hurting the game is now that because those nets are up, it's cutting off like options to foul out. You know, a base uh outfielder. Or or first baseman, third baseman, whatever could run and lean over in the stands, grab grab your hot dog, catch a foul ball, bite it, and that's like a play of the night, right? You yeah, can't do that anymore. It's like once it hits the net, it's a dead ball. Yeah. So now everyone that's complaining about baseball being longer and like trying to find shortcuts to the game and like fan safety, I get it, but still, it's like the interference rules. Right. I'm really interested in this, and I would love to pursue it further, but I'm. I'm curious. I don't I don't think nets are are the right move, but I understand why. But I think the educating people, hey, more foul balls are coming. Pay attention. You came to the game. Pull your phone out in the middle of the innings. Right. Yeah. Stats and all that in the middle of the innings. We freaking doing
1: that like like it's just like hockey or something like that. And we can't put up big glass partitions unless we make every
0: stadium a dome. So
1: if you're gonna sit in this area, you gotta know what's gonna freaking be coming for you, possibly. You're yeah. you're right on, you're
0: right on, Brad. Alright, that's my rant. I'm sorry, I'm on it. We're getting back to the program, baby. Today we're talking all things San Diego Comic Con because you know what's coming up. San Diego Comic Con. Man, we're talking all the exclusive toys. A little cool. bit, a couple of cool panels, because Marvel's back yes marvel is coming back to san diego comic-con returning to hall h so what does that mean chris this is the big hall this is the big the big one so you know they're coming with all kinds of shit this year they have to uh they're gonna they're gonna get an Endgame panel so kill i don't know what exactly that means but you know they're probably gonna there's probably gonna be some phase four and maybe beyond not maybe just phase four like movie announcements because you got black widow eternals
1: right they gotta set up they gotta set up all of it
0: uh shang chi those are all supposed to drop next year so you think we'll get like a a cast announcement for eternals
1: it seems like them coming back i mean they're gonna make a big show out of it they always do and this one is a weird like this is where we've been. Now let's show you where we're going. It would not surprise me at all.
0: But Marvel is supposed to, is rumored to have like, they're bringing the big guns much like they did like 10 years ago, 11 years ago.
1: Oh, well, they're going to be, they're going to be blown it out. They're going to be making some noise.
0: I'm wondering if they're going to announce any X-Men Fantastic Four stuff. Um, Kevin Feige says it's not in the next five years. So he's got, he says he already has that five-year plan. Interesting. And they're not in it, but I'm curious. And there's like that rumor with like Tom Hardy and Spider Man, possibly.
1: They're like, gonna they're gonna definitely blow some stuff out. I mean, they're gonna be like they're gonna be talking about it. So that they're gonna be, be saying, "Hey, here's some secrets for you guys. You guys have been freaking wanting it. Here it comes."
0: Yeah, and they always tend to bring out crazy guests for stuff like this. So um, maybe Ange- Angelina Jolie will host or something. Um, but Warner Brothers is also making some moves here as well. Uh, they're bringing. Oh, what are Pen- they up to? They're bringing Pennywise to scare Diego, which is kind of okay. like the horror part of Comic Con. Is that right? I yeah. never, I've yeah, I've never been to Comic Con, so I don't even know. I've never been, been
1: to a- I've never been to the San Diego one, but I mean, I've you know, I've done. You've all, all stuff the stuff San- that
0: We've, I've not been to San Diego. Right, 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 right. Warner Brothers TV uh, has explained that the small screen of the DCU stuff, DCEU uh will more likely be represented at San Diego Comic-Con with plenty of panels. Arrow and Supernatural will make their final SDCC appearance. While Batwoman, Doom Patrol, Harley Quinn, Pennyworth and Titans will all get panels of their own for the first time. Hmm, uh, Batman and Pennyworth, which is Pennyworth is the upcoming Alfred series that we don't want, we don't we didn't ask for but we'll get it.
1: Didn't ask for but we're going to get it and uh, the early stuff says it's very interesting.
0: Yeah, so their pilots are supposed to debut on pre- uh, preview night ahead of their TV premieres, uh, with that night also featuring a preview of DC Universe's animated Harley Quinn. I've been meaning to catch up with the the DC stuff on well, CW or whatever. I never. I've, yeah, kind of dig in. Yeah, Ruby Rose is was, was playing Batwoman, and I I was like really amped to see all that, and then I just stopped paying attention.
1: <laughs> and then I just quit watching honest, all yeah. of it. Yeah. Now that it's they canceled. Like the same thing.
0: Swamp? What did they cancel? Uh, Swamp thing? Swamp
1: thing? That was on the DC
0: universe. Yeah, I know. But so was this Harley Quinn animated. So oh yeah, duh. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. But hopefully they'll explain a, a lot of stuff because you know they're going to ask, right? They someone's going to be someone's going to ask that question. And if you ever oh, been to a comic con, yeah. the questions that people ask are tough to get through. I feel like I don't know about you, yeah. Chris, oh, but like
1: God, it is it is agony.
0: I feel for both sides. Uh, Chris, you like Game of Thrones? How could we not oh. talk about Game of Thrones? How could we not? They're gonna get a final panel to talk about the final season that nobody liked. Um, George R.R. is uh, rumored to announce some um, spinoffs. More Apparently, he likes stuff. to talk at these things, and he just like
1: oh yeah, he loves the attention. I mean, he's like on, he's like he has list, he's like number two on the list of attendees at the very first New York Comic Con, which was like a club meeting, basically of like a hundred dudes. And and gals in that, that yeah, liked no. comic books, so like he's like he's in it.
0: He's considered like the Tom Holland. He just loves to talk. Yeah, he's like I love being says there. stuff that and he says stuff that he shouldn't. But oh yeah, are you are people going to be excited about these these spinoffs? Um, pe- yes, I, I, or I don't or is know. That, people is that last season just really sour and people are like no, fuck. I'm
1: it. worried that there that it was too much, maybe. For them to deal with now they're like Oh, i want to watch a prequel like what's the point but i could be completely wrong people might be excited to have something fresh and new and a different like perspective or a different like storyline maybe people are excited about that or maybe they're just over it
0: we'll see my next question for you chris is with everyone that attends comic-con there's and we talk like we talk about this every time we talk about comic-con yeah what percentage of people do you think go there with their priority is the panels
1: Right. Yeah, I mean it's so I think everybody's priority is the panel mostly, but they get there and they're like, you know, you have to you basically wait in line to go to one panel to the all days.
0: That is a problem for sure because you only allotted so many people in the room, obviously, and then some panels make you clear out, but some panels don't, and it's weird. I the regulation on that. This is actually the 50th yeah, anniversary of Comic-Con a, it's as well. Such
1: a big deal, dude. It's tough.
0: How many people do you think only attend Comic-Con? strictly for the exclusive merch
1: Ooh, that's a great question is there a is there actually a number for this because I, I don't i'm it I, I mean it's a lot it's a lot i think that there's a lot of people you go and you're like i would love to get into a panel but that's what's great about comic con is like you know even if you can't get in there's still a showroom floor and there's still competitions so like i would say that there's probably there's a good share of people there there like just to get the exclusives and the collectibles but i think it's also just a nice added piece of the entire entire experience
0: yeah no i mean what pl- event isn't great without merch but I just thought of that question right now. And I was like, I wonder if there is that number because I certainly don't have that number in front of me. But it's an interesting number. It should be um, should be surveyed for sure.
1: it be interesting to find out.
0: Because then you get the hustlers out there who, who strictly go to clean up the merch to sell it again. The flippers, right. the resellers. The flip. Yeah, I mean, that's one we, of the see we see you. Hustling, they, they we see you hustling, ruining prices. We see you. Yeah, jerks. Uh, sometimes it cashes out though. Sometimes you can pay off a lot of bills with that, buying that one Funko, you know. Yeah, Chris, let's talk some. Let's talk some exclusive merch. We're talking the toys. Every, I think that's like one of the coolest things about going to Comic Con, is those exclusive toys. You're like, man, I would love to have that, but I can't drop four hundred dollars on Ugh. toys.
1: Wait in line just for a chance to get it. Ugh.
0: You know, and I know that Funko booth is the probably, if not the most sought after booth right like it's a long oh, it's, sli- it's, it's, it's so it hard. always at least in new york comic-con is what i can speak on is that that line is always hell alone hell alone yeah, they, they
1: know exactly what they're like and they every are time you walk absolutely by, like if you didn't get balled yeah, out
0: if you didn't get there at 8 a.m that you yeah, look at that exclusive poster and it's there's x's all over it you can't even buy like regular you just it's it's hard so if you're in it to win it that's what I'm saying is, like, if you're in it and you really want these exclusives, you're not there to see panels. I right. Mean, you just can't. You can't do both. Yeah, because no you're going
1: to be – yeah, you just got to pick which. basically saying at Comic-Con has become, like, where do you want to sit in line? Like, where where do you want to stay yeah. in line these three days?
0: Right, right. So, do you think there's a, a a solution to organizing this to have a better – Smoother Comic Con where people can enjoy panels.
1: Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just that or it's is it such just it's just like deal. every
0: every man for himself.
1: Yeah, there's just so many. The people, thirst you is know? that real. It
0: it's is. A, it there's is. There's no way. I, I don't know. I think there could be organization. You could always organize better systems.
1: Yeah, or just sell less tickets.
0: You know. I don't know. I don't think you need to sacrifice tickets. I think you just need a better plan. You need to put in you need, as much as as much as you plan to execute something as big as you do at Comic-Con, you can also much like Disneyland with their lines, right? They sure. have this dope ass ride, but they make sure to make a line that's somewhat entertaining. So you can like look at stuff, you're line you're not feeling like you're in line for 40 hours. You get off the ride, you're like, "Man, 2 hours has gone by. 3 hours has gone by." Like, "Whoa." Holy I bought shit. like I have four bags of shopping. Like, what happened? You always exit out the gift shop. So like Maybe at some of these panels, you get a little exclusive nudge somewhere. I don't know. Anyway, let's talk Let's talk some exclusive. Hasbro. Hasbro's the man right now, right? Did you say that?
1: I mean, Hasbro's like... Actually, Funko. Some cool, Funko actually and Hasbro are,
0: are making some good stuff. Uh, with their recent purchase of Power Rangers, they got some exclusives coming out. Chris, you showed one of them to me, but first... There's a collaboration with Razor Scooter to do a Green Ranger Scooter. I saw this and I was like, interesting. I, at, at first, I was like, really, and then I was like, mm, it's kind of cool though. <laughs> it is kind of tight, like. All so right.
1: yeah, like I kind of like
0: this. It was. I kind of laughed a little. I was like, yeah, don't get that. Don't try to get that. But there is, if you love the Green Ranger, you love Power Rangers, man, get yourself a, a Green Ranger Scooter. Uh, it's got a cool box. But the coolest thing that Hasbro's doing with Power Rangers is now that they're releasing some of their stuff. Uh the lightning collection, they're doing a two-pack six inch red and zeo gold ranger. Uh Ooh. features it features six inch versions of Jason from both the ninety-three Red Ranger and the Gold Ranger from nineteen ninety-six Power Ranger Zio. Uh they have swappable heads, a power axe, pa- they got the whole power whole thing that they put together in that yeah, it's like a freaking uh, all their weapons thing. come together. Yeah. It's a. if you watch Power Rangers, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, they all the Rangers' swords come to find this giant power cannon. I believe is what it's called. Um Dope, it's got that the, sounds cool. The Red Ranger also has the Green Ranger shield and flute knife thing. So, uh, limited quantities will be after the sh- on Hasbro's website, uh, Hasbro Plus, after the show, and it is fifty bucks.
1: God so, damn!
0: Yeah, get ready to drop that. Flute. <laughs> gonna have to spend that cash. Marvel also come into the game with Hasbro. Uh Marvel's Legends The Elders of the Universe are 6-inch versions of the collector and grandmaster from the MCU movies. Huh. Uh, they they come with four accessories. The two pack will retail for 49.99, 50 bucks, and will be available at San Diego Comic-Con and at uh EB Games booth at Fan Expo in Canada.
1: Kind of boring.
0: Yeah, I wasn't when I saw this I was like, mm, that's an interesting choice considering it's like the 80th Blah blah blah, but they've done. They've put out a lot of that stuff already. They they announced a lot of that stuff at Toy Fair, but it looks it looks kind of dope, though. I mean, who doesn't want a Jeff Goldblum action figure?
1: Oh fuck yeah, I do hard. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get that on the old wall.
0: We talked about this collabo last week, I believe, on our comic book show. Uh, Transformers and Ghostbusters is still they got they're putting out the merch to back this thing. Um, Ectotron and Optimus Prime is a set that they're dropping uh, It'll retail for 150 bucks. It comes with complete maintenance supplies. This is uh, Ectotron and Optimus Prime. Sorry, I didn't say that. Um, Ectotron is the Ecto one card in that turns into a transformer. That's I think in the comic books that they've made a toy of now. And then this Optimus Prime is decked out in Ghostbuster like panels on the side of the truck, the semi truck. Right. And, and all that they really they really went in for it. Yeah, um, it comes complete with the maintenance supplies and a ghost trap, and the package uh, packages resemble a proton pack. So it's kind of okay. It's kind of cool. It's kind kind of cool.
1: All right. I mean, it's not like something I would like be like I got to get that. But all right.
0: Uh, maybe some people will lose some sleep over. But the the cool thing I think in the Star Wars world that is dropping is the Black Series Boba Fett. It'll be 25 bucks, according to Hasbro. It may be available at other select conventions in North America, South America, Australia, and Europe, as well as select retailers in ages, a- ages, Asia,
1: <laughs> ages.
0: <laughs> I think I combined it in a lot of stuff. Um, but last on this list is obviously Funko. Fun Everybody wants the pops, man. Say popping. Have we talked? We talked a little bit about this list, no? Maybe we didn't.
1: We we haven't really touched too much on it, but we talked on. We I I I had a vague memory of that. Uh, I mean, the Power engine thing we chatted about, and then the Ecto Transformer thing. But uh, but I didn't see. Yeah, that's that's it.
0: Um, couple of highlights. I'm not gonna go through all of them. You can always find them on the internet if you Google shit. It's the 50th anniversary, and they've done decided to do a pop ad icon for the Toucan of San Diego Comic Con. I didn't even know that the Toucan. Was the mascot. <laughs> was the mascot, to be honest. Did you know that?
1: I the only reason I knew it is because I've seen the list of all the the exclusives and I was like, that's weird, like a freaking toucan. And then I was like, oh, and I can't remember what somewhere else I saw something separately with a toucan. I was like, oh shit, I didn't know that. it was like their thing.
0: Yeah. Apparently I, I didn't it's not even like on the Comic Con logo, it's an eyeball. weird. Another in game pop has arrived and I think this is the coolest one. I'm like really excited about this one. Although I'm not excited that it's a Walgreens exclusive. But I saw Wong, that. Wong will be 493. There's a couple of uh, to celebrate Batman's 80 years, they're doing Batman in teal chrome, which is a game stop exclusive. And then they're doing a Batman with a San Diego Comic-Con bag.
1: Yeah, he's got he's holding the bag in his hand. Like I thought that was an interesting one too.
0: Yeah, I'm curious. I'm sure people are going to eat it up for hype reasons, but that pops not that cool, is it?
1: Uh, I mean it's because it's just like it's just like the Freddy Funkos, man. It's just a super super rare one. That's where it gets really going.
0: Because mm. uh, they only make what? Fifth, they only make a thousand of these, usually.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, they do have these ones too. They make
0: they make barely any. So get prepared to write yourself a check. Uh, other things coming out, we got Pop Conan in, in an orange, <laughs> all orange. Perfect. Those ones are those ones are always do really well too. Uh, that's a GameStop. Oh yeah, exclusive. those
1: do really well.
0: Chris, you might enjoy this one, but uh, Super Saiyan Vegeta Red Chrome. Did yeah, yeah, that? yeah. I chopped that up. Tell me, tell me how bad I just, fucked up. Are you that talking up.
1: about Super Saiyan Vegeta Red Chrome?
0: Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, not... Super
1: Saiyan Vegeta. Uh, that's gonna be one that I'm definitely gonna want to pick up because that's a shared exclusive, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's a hot topic exclusive. Hell yeah! There's also a Super Ghost Kamikaze. Oh, I'm gonna pick up box that too. Lunch.
1: of freaking Go Tanks.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you love Forrest Gump, I don't, Man, they have every license. They have every license, man. I swear to God. But this is a box lunch exclusive. uh, Forrest Gump with the beard when he's running. I was running.
1: I was running.
0: I I really like this one. And I I know people are... Most people probably don't even know who this person is. But HR Puffin stuff.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. I love that. Whole HR Puffin stuff.
0: And the reason why I like this one... This is a Funko Shop exclusive. uh, But the reason I like that one is because... My first ever encounter of H. R. Puffin stuff has been Ace Ventura. What oh, are you, yeah. H. R. shoving well, I think, it, I think shoving, shoving stuff. stuff. Yeah,
1: H. R. Shoving stuff.
0: And then Nike came out with a dunk. S. B. came out with a dunk. It was an H. R. Puffin stuff, and I was like, it's "Yo, amazing. that's tight." For those that know, the old kid show with he was like a Muppet looking bird, Big Bird looking motherfucker,
1: Big Bird looking motherfucker
0: uh rat fink is getting a glow in the dark and a couple of um toy tokyo exclusives jaws eating a man
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah, that's actually is, kind uh, of a cool one
0: it's like one of those side pops uh, they considered 10 but it's considered 10 inches right but they're the yeah but it's width. like long yeah um a lot of people were excited about this one i'm on whatever but it's an og gamara hot topic oh, yeah, yeah
1: like yeah yeah i saw that in like her actual like comic attire
0: yeah, the Marvel ones. The I mean, the best one up for me was was Wong, but they're also doing Man Thing. So oh, yeah, I
1: saw Man Thing. Yeah, that's right.
0: Let's see what else is on this list? There's an Office Space post yep, its guy. Yeah, it's called covered in the no Man. Yeah, yep, I saw that funny. one.
1: There's some fun ones.
0: Yeah, I love the some of these random ones. the The Rick and have the Rick and Morty ones been announced yet? I just I,
1: I haven't seen them yet, actually, which is very. I haven't interesting.
0: either. It's going to be, there's two Rick and Morty ones that haven't been released. I guess it's going to be 25,000 pieces, but one is a FYE exclusive and the other one is a GameStop exclusive. I don't know if one of them is this, but I don't think it is. I'm sorry. I take that back. There's not 25,000 pieces. There's 25,000 pieces of the glow in the dark pickle Rick from. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah I saw that.
1: It's a very exclusive.
0: Yeah. That was my, that's me. That's an error on my part, but these other Rick and Morty. One they haven't announced yet, they're just shadows, silhouettes of. Yeah, you're like, ooh, what's Funko? it gonna be? Yeah, if I'm am I missing anything? Oh, this is a big one, but Big Bang Theory's getting killing it. Yeah, with their, they got
1: their Justice League set.
0: The Justice League set, um, because this is this technically the last season.
1: Uh yes, I do, I believe yes.
0: Walmart is getting the exclusive for that, and they're all like you said in their Justice League costumes. Um. That's, what it's pretty cool. They're getting a little more um They look dope. I'm not gonna lie. Like they look dope, and they're all like, just in costume. Howard's got glasses on with his Green Lantern. But that show is pretty funny. My favorite episode, or one of my favorite episodes, is when they're all trying to dress up to go to a Halloween party, and they all dress mm-hmm. up as Flash, and they're like, oh. "Well, maybe we'll just stand in a line together, and we'll just be Flash yes. running really fast."
1: It looks like we run really fast.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a good one.
1: There's some funny, I mean, there is, for that show, whether you like it or you hate it, like, there's a lot of good stuff in there. A lot of funny stuff, like comic-related type stuff, specifically. Yeah,
0: Um, and we'll wrap this up kind of quickly, but uh, Super Conan's getting his own cereal. Nice. Um, Surprise. Zoolander's getting the, the Derek Merman. There's an up pack, two pack. Did you see this one? For box I lunch. did. I,
1: I'm definitely going to, I'm going to score that for sure.
0: Uh, Ultraman's getting some love.
1: Oh, I like that. He's a glow-in-the-dark, too.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to end on this one. There's a few Toy Story ones, but they're side characters. Uh, But I'm going to end on this one. The Treehouse of Horror 2-pack with Kang Uh, and Co. Oh, that's going to be dope. Simpsons, baby. They glow in the dark. It's a GameStop exclusive. I got to get that one. That's going to be a move. Yeah, that's going to be sweet.
1: How many many pizza do they making of that one?
0: uh, It doesn't say. It doesn't say. I think that one will be... I want to say that one will be pretty easy to get, but I never know.
1: You never know with Simpsons, man.
0: Yeah. Simpsons are dope. Shout out to the Simpsons, man. Uh, lastly on here, I want to give a shout out to the Yesterday crew. Uh, my homie Rocom has been, I've been known him for a while, but he's got some exclusive stuff that's dropping for San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, Yesterday's is an enamel pin company. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I know this guy. They're doing an Ultraman exclusive stuff, but then they got this cool what they call the cap fiend, it's a t shirt. It's the misfits uh, but he's wearing like a Captain America helmet look. It's kinda tight. And then they also have the what they call comic fiend hood uh crew neck sweatshirt and they have the matching enamel pins. Uh they'll be over at booth seventeen oh five. Nice so definitely hit up yesterday's there they kill it man. Pro- props to that man. I'm 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 very really proud to be friends with that dude. He's very talented. That's great man they've got the I love you 3000 pin which is a reference obviously to Avengers in oh endgame. hell yeah and then they did the Avengers in game in Japan style uh writing they got some good stuff so definitely check them out they've got other stuff they got walking dead stuff he's got a dope figure out so definitely hit that up um good for them man they're growing they're doing real well so that's going to be a I'm sure there's going to be a lot more stuff to come out about San Diego Comic-Con this is some of the good stuff that we thought that you should check out If you're gonna be in the area, or if you're gonna have to pay the resale prices like most of us,
1: like all of us idiots,
0: definitely stick around tomorrow. Like I said, we're dropping splash trash man with Child's Play, Shaft, that bad motherfucker. I dude, that movie was surprised by these movies,
1: man. You gotta listen to it because you're gonna be surprised by what Brad. You're gonna be surprised.
0: And Anna, Anna was also on that that move. Please, if you have some time, hit the like button somewhere. If that's where. Whatever platform you're listening to this on—Spotify, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, the website, wherever—if you can, Simple Cast—if you can hit us with a like, even a review would be dope. Uh, especially helps us with iTunes and getting the bump up, giving some love. We always appreciate it. Just trying to get this this show to move a little bit better, baby. We're ending up season two next week. We're talking Toy Story and Spider-Man: Far From Home. Really excited about that. We're hitting you. We're leaving you with the bangers and only the bangers, man. Um, hit us up if you're going to comic-con maybe you could pick us up something
1: yeah if you're gonna be there hit us up because we'll give you money to get us Hell of mo- we'll get you all the loot we'll give, give me the loot lots of money
0: i'm a bad man you can hit us up <laughs> at g splash podcast on instagram and info at g dot com for that uh let us know what you think if there's a show or a topic you want us to talk about hit us up and we are pl- currently planning out our season three for next year and our summer sessions so man season two almost done
1: can't believe it man we're gonna be 85 we're gonna be freaking 85
0: we'll be we'll start season three on 100 so that'll be hell a big hell yeah we got to yeah. figure out something oh we might be able to do something big right
1: Ooh, we should yeah by that point we should be able to do something real fun
0: we always like to start on new york comic con so Definitely stick around. Uh, Appreciate
1: it. Want to hear this?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Always stick around. We appreciate all the love that we get. And um, word up. That's going to do it for this episode number 84 of The Dopest Podcast on Earth. I'm Bradley Baxter. And I'm Chris Bucky Watts. Hey, we'll see you next week. Peace.